Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. These between I Street Northeast and K Street Northeast, both directions of 295 are moving with no problems. The same could be said about the Beltway without any delays there. In Maryland, accident in Laurel on 95 northbound at Route 198 has been cleared with all lanes reopened. Construction at southbound on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road closed. The Bay Bridge and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are moving without any issues. In Virginia and Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive, the southbound off-ramp to 395 is closed for construction. No problems on 66 and 395. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. As we move through our early Saturday, we'll see clouds continue to increase. Peaks of sunshine, any that you do see, will quickly cloud over as rain develops by late afternoon from west to east. Rain will become moderate to heavy later this evening, so make sure you have the wet weather gear ready to go. But between now and then, we'll see daytime high temperatures in the 50s. Moderate to heavy rain overnight into early tomorrow morning. The heaviest of the rain will draw to a close just before sunrise. Scattered showers for the day tomorrow. Temperatures 44 to 49 degrees. And then Monday turns into a breezy day with gusts upwards of 30 miles per hour. Highs will be in the 40s, not quite as windy on Tuesday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Bruton in the First Alert Weather Center. 50 degrees straight up in Washington at 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's the weekend. Good Saturday morning, January 27th. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up on WTLP, former President Trump ordered to pay more than 83 million bucks to Eugene Carroll in that defamation trial. Police are searching for a motive after a random spree of violence in Prince George's County. I'm Scott Gelman. More federal resources targeting crime in D.C. I'm Kate Ryan. It was a mixed day on Wall Street at the closing bell Friday. The Dow was up 60, the Nasdaq down 55. Good morning, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. A jury handed down a stinging financial blow to former President Donald Trump. CBS News correspondent Bradley Blackburn reports. A New York jury took just a short time reaching its decision in the civil defamation case against former President Donald Trump brought by writer E. Jean Carroll. The nine-person jury awarded Carroll $83.3 million in damages. Friday, Trump walked out of the courtroom as Carroll's lawyer delivered her closing argument. Carol's attorney asked the jury for $24 million in compensatory damages for her client, plus whatever amount in punitive damages that will make Trump stop defaming her, arguing that he continued to defame Ms. Carroll even as this trial was ongoing. Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets are once again beginning to take off three weeks after a part of one of the aircraft blew off while in flight. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more. Alaska and United say passengers who do not want to fly on a MAX 9 can change flights with no additional cost, as winning back the public's trust may take time. Boeing has been called on the carpet more than enough to have a wake-up call, because it's not just about public confidence, it's about private confidence. It's about the airlines buying planes from Boeing. 
With the world watching as the MAX 9 tries to navigate through a crisis of confidence. The first Alaska Airlines jet took off from Seattle, landing in San Diego. The Justice Department says former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo sexually harassed more than a dozen state employees. CBS New York reporter Marsha Kramer. When Andrew Cuomo was forced out of office in a sexual harassment scandal, there were 11 women pointing fingers at him, some of whom were not even state employees. Now the Department of Justice says that was the tip of the iceberg. According to the DOJ, at least 13 state employees say they were victims of unwelcome conduct or were given preferential treatment because of their looks. Vince McMahon has resigned from the WWE's parent company, CBS New York anchor Christine Johnson. He stepped down from the board of directors at TKO Group Holdings. His resignation comes just a day after a former employee filed a federal lawsuit accusing McMahon and another former executive of sexual abuse. McMahon, who founded WWE, denies the allegations and said that he intends to vigorously defend himself and clear his name. A Houthi TV station says the U.S. and U.K. launched more airstrikes on the rebels in Yemen overnight. The report says two airstrikes targeted a port. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. Good Saturday morning. It is January 27th. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Welcome in. Increasing clouds with late-day rain developing this Saturday. Mild. Steve says the high should be in the 50s. We're at 50 degrees straight up in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour ride. In 90 minutes, a Baltimore woman just this week ran down and stabbed several people locally in Prince George's County. Police say this weekend morning all of the incidents were apparently random. Here at Prince George's County Police Headquarters, Chief Malik Aziz says 31-year-old Tanae Stallings-Brown injured six people Thursday night during a violent crime spree. Over the course of one and a half hours, Stallings-Brown intentionally struck multiple pedestrians with a car and also stabbed two victims, one adult male and a 15-year-old girl. It happened in Capitol Heights in Lanham, and police still don't know why she did it. She was arrested in Baltimore and is being charged with several offenses, including multiple counts of attempted first-degree murder. Aziz says she has a criminal history. Our understanding, and it's very preliminary right now, is that this individual may have been responsible for some type of similar act in the city of Baltimore. In Upper Marlboro, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A Silver Spring man has been found guilty in the murder of 22-year-old Jose Romero. On Friday, 24-year-old Malik Jefferson was convicted this week by a jury on second-degree murder and other charges. According to court documents in the case, Jefferson and 21-year-old Jackson Garcia actually picked up Romero near his home in Rockville back in February of 2022 is when this happened. It was for a marijuana deal, we're told. The two men are accused of pulling Romero into the backseat of the car, shooting him, and then leaving him on the side of the road. Romero called 911 and later died at the hospital, Garcia was convicted by a jury back in July of last year. Both men face up to 75 years. Now we turn this early Saturday morning to the fight against a rise in violent crime locally in the district, D.C. The city's death toll in 2023 was the worst in almost three decades and ending with 271 homicides in all. 
Federal government is now stepping in this weekend to help the effort by providing more resources. Prosecutors from the federal government's criminal division will work violent crime cases in D.C., And U.S. Attorney for the District, Matthew Graves, says other agencies will be involved as well. Some of them will help us with the fight against violent crime in federal court, and some of them will help us with the fight against violent crime in superior court. Graves says there are already slivers of good news in that there's been a downward trend in crime numbers heading into this year. For example... Violent crime is down 4% compared to what it was at this point last year. With additional resources from the Department of Justice, Graves says... The more that we can drive these numbers down, the more people will feel it um, in the community. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 2.06 Saturday morning. Turning to the potential move of the Caps and Wizards from D.C. to Alexandria, Virginia... It was hours after the owner of the two franchises made his case to fans in an open letter. Leaders in Alexandria met to assure those who live in the area that they have not been forgotten in the process. There are a number of city events that we currently can't host in Alexandria to include our very own high school graduation. President of Alexandria's Economic Development Partnership, Stephanie Landrum, says that while monumental sports would run the facility, the city would still have access to the arena for events. In terms of benefits the arena would bring, she says 1% of the city's restaurant meal tax goes towards affordable housing funds. In our projections, this project alone will bring 50 to $60 million in that in that 1% dedicated meals tax for affordable housing. But not everyone's on board. Just last week, activists from both D.C. and Alexandria held a demonstration outside of Capital One protesting against the proposed move. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Here's Liz Henderson, Aon Global Head of Climate Risk Advisory, Head of Catastrophe Analytics Americas, Aon Reinsurance Solutions on the discussion of why federal agencies and departments need to invest in understanding their physical climate risk. Sponsored by Aon. We have a long history of helping our clients understand risk broadly, but very specifically helping our insurance company clients to price, monitor, underwrite, and optimize their businesses around catastrophe and climate risk. Aon exists to shape decisions for the better, to protect and enrich the lives of people around the world. We provide our clients with advice and solutions that give them the clarity and confidence to make better decisions to protect and grow their business. Aon is in the business of better decisions. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. Thank the Lord for the night WTOP, Lane. Saturday morning, January 27th. Welcome to the weekend at 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving the weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Butch Seltzer with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. In the district, still problems 395 eastbound, southeast-southwest freeway. All lanes remain closed. Detour in place to exit at third, the uh, Third Street Tunnel. Fire and PD still on the scene there. Uh, we're closed due to fire department activity on 8th Street, both directions between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. Both directions are closed due to electric repairs on 7th Street northeast between I Street uh, and K Street. Right lane is closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue northeast due to construction. 
Both directions at 295 are moving with no problems. The same can be said about the Beltway without any delays there. In Maryland, we have southbound uh, on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road closed. The Bay Bridge, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 95 are moving without any issues. In Virginia and Arlington on Boundary Channel Drive, the southbound off-ramp to 395 is closed for construction. Construction has the two left lanes blocked in Dale City on southbound 95 between Dale Boulevard and Dumfries Road in Fairlington. The Abington Street Bridge is closed over 395 on South Abington Street, both directions between 36th Street South and 31st Street South. No problems on 66 and 395. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZX, uh, BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Clouds will continue to increase throughout the day as rain develops later this afternoon and into the evening. It will become moderate to heavy at times later tonight and into early tomorrow morning. Highs for the day will be in the 50s. For tonight, we drop down to the 40s, so everything falling from the sky in the form of raindrops. For the day tomorrow, temperatures in the 40s with scattered showers. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. After years of casting a wide net trying to sign up every credit card user it could, American Express in recent years has gone back to its old tried-and-true strategy, rich people. And it's working. Amex has been sweetening perks on its cards to add legions of affluent consumers, business travelers, and entrepreneurs. The company's profits for last quarter and forecast for this year are ahead of analyst predictions. The credit cards for the rest of us are being tapped, swiped, and inserted at a feverish rate as well. Visa says that in the quarter that included the holiday shopping season, people put more than three and a quarter trillion dollars on their cards. That's an 8% increase. Revenue rose 9%. But Visa's shares slipped as the market worries about January weather disruptions to spending. Wall Street closed mixed to wrap up a winning week. Trading remained muted as December's personal consumption price index closely matched economist forecasts. The Dow gained 60 points. The Nasdaq fell 55. The S&P lost 3. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. This is WTOP News. To the world of sports this morning, excitement abound. Okay, a big weekend it is, as we've been telling you here at TOP for NFL fans. Just up 95 in Baltimore at MNT Bank Stadium this weekend, Sunday. There's an AFC Championship game, in case you didn't know that, between the Baltimore Ravens and Kansas City Chiefs. It is actually the first time Baltimore has hosted an AFC Championship game since way back in 1970. That was back in the days of the Baltimore Colts. Fans are supercharged, as you might imagine. Baltimore and the surrounding counties lighting up their buildings in purple to show their Ravens pride. One super fan, of course, is Maryland's own governor. On any given day, you can find him checking out social media and find videos, photos, and messages from Governor Westmore cheering on the Ravens. Well, the superfan governor on this Purple Saturday joins us here on WTOP with more on what this game means for Maryland this weekend. This is huge, and, and it's, it's not just huge economically, what it's going to mean when we have people who are downtown and flooding into Baltimore to watch this team play. It's also huge psychologically. You're watching the success 
that the Ravens continue to show for. This is the most complete team in football. It's the most exciting team in football. And it's just once again showing that in Maryland, you know, we're producing winners here. And so watching what they're doing this year and what they're going to do on Sunday is thrilling, not just for Baltimoreans, but frankly for everyone in the state. Governor, it is amazing, and I think you might agree with this, and I'd like to know what you think it is about football, even postseason football, that unites people when we seem to be so divided these days as a country on so many fronts right now. It's one of the beautiful things about the sport, right, is that you watch people who are coming from different backgrounds, different political ideologies, different income levels, who all will come together and cheer and root for the same thing. We're all coming together and saying, I want to watch the MVP Lamar Jackson put on a great game. I want to watch the NFL's best defense completely put a stop on Patrick Mahomes. This is a way for giving us something to distract us from the everyday, from the divisiveness and say, we all have a chance to unite around this. And so watching what the Ravens have done, watching what football has the capacity and sports has the capacity to do, it has a chance to bring people together who might not have had an opportunity to get to know each other. And I think that's what we're seeing here with this Baltimore Ravens play. One of the great things to be able to talk to you is you're more than just a casual football fan. You are really into the NFL and obviously into the Ravens. Talk a little bit about what was the thing that excited you most about this great run the Ravens had this season? I am not a part-time fan. Like, this is my thing. I, <laughs> I, I look at these games like I'm, watching, like I'm looking at game film myself. I play college football. I love this sport, and I love this team. And, and, and the thing I love about them is that they were just built the right way. We got a coach who was literally a special teams coach and has turned himself into one of the best coaches, not just in the NFL now, but arguably, uh, especially if they can win this championship, just a top coach in NFL history in John Harbaugh that we have a quarterback who many people passed over because they said he's not an NFL quarterback. They were trying to make him a running back. And now he's about to win his second MVP. And that's Lamar Jackson, that we have a team that is drafted so well. And so this team is well constructed. This team plays hard. They play together. They play aggressive and they may play hungry. And so I love this team, not just for what they're doing for Baltimore and what they're doing for Maryland, but as a football fan, I love watching these guys play. Maryland Governor Wes Moore talking with Sean and Ann on WTOP. Quick look at the top stories rolling into the weekend Saturday morning. We're following for you here at TOP. Former President Trump's influence over congressional Republicans casting doubt on a possible border deal this weekend. The Justice Department plans to send in more federal resources locally to D.C. to help with the spike in violent crime. And the State Department has now approved the potential sale of F-16 fighter jets to Turkey. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. For Mervis Diamond Importers, this is Ronnie Mervis. Our success is built on radio, and for that, we thank WTOP for providing a stable platform. We're fortunate to have TOP as our lead radio partner for over 20 years. When it comes to reaching decision makers and the influential people who make up the fabric of Washington, nobody performs like WTOP. That's why we partner so well. Mervis advertising campaigns rely on three essential elements, true product benefits, a sincere message, and effective communication. Mervis takes care of the first two, phenomenal diamonds, and a credible explanation why we can offer such amazing deals. WTOP provides the third, the widest communication. That's why we select WTOP as our valued partner. They have the greatest reach and can be trusted for news, for traffic, for weather. 
Washington knows it. If your business could use advertising help, call WTOP. And if your love could use diamonds, call me, Ronnie Mervis, at 800-HER-LOVE. Or go online to MervisDiamond.com. They want you to change your name. Archie Leach doesn't cut it. Anything come to mind? Cary Grant. He was Hollywood's greatest leading man. Ah, Cary Grant is a character. Be very careful about how he's perceived. Yet few truly knew him. I have loved a lot of people, and everyone's broken my heart. I'll never let you go, Archie. Based on the remarkable true story. You know what's wrong with you? No, what? Nothing. Jason Isaacs is Archie. The man who became Cary Grant, now streaming only on BritBox. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. In the district, 395 eastbound on the southeast-southwest freeway, all lanes remain closed. Detours in place to exit at the 3rd Street Tunnel. Fire and PD remain on scene. Uh, we're closed due to fire department activity on 8th Street, both directions between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. Both directions are closed due to electric repairs on 7th Street Northeast, between I Street Northeast and K Street Northeast. The right lane is closed on New York Avenue inbound of Florida Avenue North B- Northeast. That is due to construction. And both directions of 295 are moving with no problems. The same can be said about the Beltway without any delays. In Virginia and Arlington, Boundary Channel Drive, the southbound off-ramp to 395 is closed for construction. And construction has the two left lanes blocked in Dale City on southbound 95 between Dale Dumfries Road in Farlington. The Abington Street Bridge is closed over 395 on South Abington Street, both directions between 36th Street South and 31st Street South. No problems on 66 and 395. In Maryland, we have uh, southbound on Croom Road between Crane Highway and Croom Station Road closed. The Bay Bridge, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 95. All moving along without any issues. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Clouds will continue to thicken moving through the morning and into the afternoon. Eventually, raindrops will start to fall. Moderate to heavy rain later this evening and into the overnight. Highs for the day, a far cry from what we had yesterday. We had a record-breaking warmth only in the 50s today, but still above normal for this time of year. We're in the 40s overnight. Scattered showers for the day tomorrow, 44 to 49 degrees. And looking ahead to Monday, a breezy day with gusts upwards of 30 miles per hour and highs in the 40s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Making sure students are focused on more than just improving their grades. I'm Scott Gelman. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? 
I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. This is WTOP News. First this morning, the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment founder, Vince McMahon, has apparently resigned as executive chairman of TKO, the parent company of WWE. His resignation coming a day after a former WWE employee filed a federal lawsuit apparently accusing him and another former exec of serious sexual misconduct. The employee claims that McMahon actually forced her into a sexual relationship in order for her to get and keep a job. Now, McMahon has denied all of the allegations here. Multiple news outlets this weekend are reporting that McMahon will no longer have a role with the TKO or WWE moving forward. McMahon was previously accused of sexual misconduct by multiple women while serving as WWE CEO and chairman. He paid roughly $15 million to settle those cases. Deep fake explicit images of Taylor Swift spread on social media. Her fans are fighting back this weekend. Photographic deep fake images of Taylor Swift are circulating online. The deep fake detecting group Reality Defender says it tracked a deluge of non-consensual pornographic material this week depicting Swift, particularly on X. Her ardent fan base of Swifties quickly mobilized, launching a counteroffensive on the platform, formerly known as Twitter, using a Protect Taylor Swift hashtag to flood it with more positive images of Swift. They also reported accounts that were sharing the deep fakes. Some images also made their way to meta-owned Facebook and other social media platforms. The images spread to millions of users before some of them were taken down. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Up in the morning and out to school. Locally, Arlington County Public Schools are changing their grading policy for both middle and high schools. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us Saturday morning it's apparently a part of a push to make sure students actually learn the material instead of just trying to get better grades. Starting next week, only students who get a certain score on major tests and projects will have the chance to redo them. Now, a student who scores below an 80 must be offered the opportunity. Before, there was no limit on that. But Superintendent Francisco Duran says the change is coming with restrictions. But the key here is the 80% or lower, and then the highest you can get is the 80%. The school district introduced retakes during an update to its grading policy last summer. Duran is emphasizing that the goal is really to provide students with an opportunity to demonstrate their true proficiency, not to make higher grades, not to try and get a better grade, but to demonstrate their true proficiency. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Politics now on WTOP. Gambling 2020. For locally, former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan still seems to be hinting this weekend at a third-party run for president, as we've been telling you, right here on WTLP, releasing a political ad on social media targeting both parties for being weak on the world stage. But what actually goes into running a competitive campaign, really? I think the idea of running for president is a lot more appealing than actually doing it. Stephen Farnsworth, political science professor at the University of Mary Washington.
Washington says the actually doing it part is really difficult. Each state has its own complicated set of requirements to get on the ballot, like gathering tens of thousands of signatures, high filing fees. You can sometimes think about these campaigns as having to spend more than half of their energy on just 